Hello, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Ongakudu, the podcast where three friends come together and break down what's new in the Japanese music industry. This is the podcast for the week of October 29th, 2021. I'm your host, Ken, and with me we have Gray. What's happening, dudes? And that's it. Once again, it's another Dos Compadres episode because Luna is probably just getting bum-wasted right now. <laughs> More than likely, yeah. Time but time waits I, for no woman. <laughs> yeah. yeah, especially because it's the spooky, spooky time right now, and she loves that. So I'm pretty yes. sure she's just, just grabbed the drink right from the fridge and started drinking. <laughs> it's five o'clock somewhere. Yeah. How are you? What you've been listening to as of late, Gray? I'm doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. I have been listening to... A lot of the stuff we've been talking about as of late, nothing too crazy. Vanilla Ice by High T is a really good track. And I was going to put Vanilla Ice by High T on my Ongaku Go, but I, I've discovered something about High T. He's almost impossible to find on the internet. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't find him on YouTube. I couldn't find, like, the album art or anything. And I was like, oh. So I just... I. Exit last minute and swapped it out with something else. So, well, you know, is it available digitally? It is available digitally, and so it's on yeah. Apple Music. That's you how don't I'm really, to it. You, you don't really need to worry about the music video part. <laughs> I know. I, I like having it because it's like right there. I mean, obviously the links right there too, so they can they can listen to it that way. But yeah, yeah. how how have you been, Bud? What have you been listening to? I've been all right. Just work and stuff like that that's always fun just data input always always fun i I rather do it at the office this kind of job because then i'm being able to focus but it is what it is kind of thing that makes sense uh because i i mean personally like at home there's like 892 distractions like it's hard to stay focused when you're at when you're at your house so well, not, not only that is because of how I have my work set up is I'm surrounded by screens. <laughs> I'm like just surrounded by screens and just being able to focus on one particular thing is really difficult when you have six screens surrounding you in, in within a foot of each other. <laughs> that, that makes a lot of sense. I can totally see that. Like I, I literally I rotate to the left, two screens. Rotate to the right, two screens. Rotate a little bit further right, one more screen. <laughs> so, just that, pretend that, like that. you're uh, piloting a starship or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So like, what I've been actually doing is so like to to focus on stuff. One of the screens is just literally just blasting cafe music, because that's how I used to study. <laughs> is when I was at the cafe because I used to, so. When I was in Japan, I I used to do this a lot, and I would go to McDonald's because literally you just buy one thing and they can't kick you out because you're technically a customer. So I would just stay there for three hours at McDonald's (laughs) and just study. And they would play the most generic cafe music I ever heard in my life and instrumental stuff and like really random 80s rock music. And that really got me (laughs) at one point in time. Very nice. Very nice. So it's 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 a, a lovely thing that I've always been a compass to when I was studying or need to get focused. But but besides that, with other music stuff here, let's see what haven't I been listening to? I've been listening to a lot of things actually. 
Uh, I've been listening to uh, Gan Hoshino's new single Cube. So that came out like I want to say a week or two ago. So there's that. I've been listening to Udawashi, his new song Night and Day, which is absolutely fantastic. I highly recommend that. Uh, Kuri with Juden, that's also a really good song. I'm listening to actually I've been really really digging Back Numbers Yellow because if you really sit down and listen to the song and the lyrics I was trying to say it's just like yeah and uh, I relate to this song a whole lot more than I did when I first initially heard it and the music video is absolutely fantastic so if you guys have a chance go watch the music video as well the, the English is embedded in the music video so if you guys need to have a translated version there's that too uh, I've been also continuing on my way with Tendre's Imagine album. It's absolutely fantastic. Probably one of my albums of the year as of right now. And that's pretty much it. All things encompassing right now. But yeah, with that, let's continue on to this week's topic here. And since it's a little bit difficult with just me and you sometimes and... I know how it is. I, I don't know how it is with you and Luna because I, I'm, I wasn't a part of those episodes, obviously. And I've only listened to one of those those episodes. I didn't know how you guys bounced ideas for topics. but So this time around, we decided to talk about, you know, what's one artist we would love to see live in concert kind of thing. And Gray, why don't you go first and tell me sure. which artist you would love to go see. I, I am curious. Do you want to take a stab at who I might would pick? Uh, I would have had you said know me White pretty Jam. Well. I would have said White Jam initially. But there's also a couple other things. There's Fujikaze. But you, you kind of like a wider way of things. There's also yeah. any any number of the boy groups that we've talked about in the past that I could take yeah. a stab at. There's also <laughs> Dice. Which well, I'm... I'm leaning towards dice, but because how big of a white jam kick you have been of late, I had assumed white jam. Well, you you should lean towards dice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you never talk about them anymore, so I was like, ah. Uh, the, the, well, uh, they, they're they're between releases. I'll I'll be talking about them soon. I'm waiting for their line double single to drop because my god, I love that opening for Common Rider Revise, but. Uh, yeah, like uh, Cartel was not not the best, and it's been uh, that was like their last release up until then. So there's not been a whole lot to talk about, which is why I've been quiet on them. But yeah, no, I, I would love to see Dice because I, I think like they're just like would be a really good group that really would be able to bring like the spectacle of it because i mean part of being at a concert i i to me i mean i've been to a red hot chili peppers concert and you know it was really nice to see them play and perform and, and stuff but you, you know it's just the band on stage playing guitars a, a lot of the time and i really think with a boy group specifically dice like i think like they would have take the opportunity to do something a little extra and really just make it a experience more so than anything else that really just elevates it to the next level, especially with their choreography. I'm certain they have pyrotechnics that's 
just insane and could really just make a spectacle out of it. And I, I think if because of how expensive concerts are, I think really like I would like to go for the spectacle of it all. And, you know, there's a lot of groups that I would love to see live in concert that we talk about, it, you know, like rock bands and stuff. But I like if I had to pick one and I was going to like, you know, spend the money in it. I would I would do Dice. I to me like I think like they would be good. Their latest album's really good. A lot of the music that they're singing the tour is really good. Cartel aside, because obviously they're going to be singing Cartel too. But you know they they got a lot of stuff that they can lean on with their old with their old work too. So you know it, it's it would be cool to see. I think Dice would be a lot of fun. I would to see live, live Devil. In, in person that would be really cool I wonder if they they like what kind of stuff that they do for that so it, it'll be interesting to see how you, you know how they incorporate that into their live shows I, I think that would be cool obviously they can't go too too in the weeds with it but I, I take offense that you said that our a, a rock band kind of group it would be a little less boring i <laughs> mostly because it's apple and oranges of how they do stage shows because yeah. of the fact that the instruments that they are playing they're tethered yeah so obviously they can't be like how a boy group would and yeah. go around the go around the thing granted there are advancements in technology that we have right now all except the drummer and probably the keyboardist can go venture out because they have a wireless plug-in mm-hmm. now. Grant, granted, it's not the best in my personal yeah. audio, audio, audiophile opinion, but it it you could do that, and Bang Dream does that. That's why. Oh yeah, and, well, and see, I haven't been to see, I haven't been to a concert. So that Red Hot Chili Peppers concert was the last concert I ever went to. I think. I've went, I've went to two concerts in my life. It was Red Hot Chili Peppers, and then I went with my folks to see Def Leppard, Sticks, and Aria Speedwagon. And so, like, those are, those are, like, all, like, that's, like, the two concerts I've ever been to, and I'm, I'm having to draw on the, my experiences of seeing those groups live. Now, to be fair, I live in rinky-dink, North Carolina, that does not have the best stages, or the best venues for a a really cool concert as well so there there is that factor in there but yeah i imagine like a modern day rock band like you said like bang dream like they, they could do a lot more with it than what i've experienced by by all means because you know this was 2007 i think i saw red hot chili peppers so over mm. 10 years ago it, it's been a long time so it's just been one of those things where it's like, ah, oh man, I, I, where I live, like, there's just not that many op- opportunities to go see rock, like, concerts, or at least groups that I, I give a flying flip about that I would, I would want to spend the money to go see. So this is something I haven't done that often. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like, I would like to one of the my on my to-do list is when i go to japan is go go to a concert because i want to i'd love to go to a live performance because they they are fun you you might be slim pickings especially with some of the bigger groups because of how tickets are handled in a way 
some of them they're already sold out. Like you can't just go and buy a ticket and stuff like that. Well, I have no plans of getting back to Japan in the next two three years. So, no. Well, even so, like yeah. it, it's difficult for us international people to be able to get those tickets. Yeah, that's fair. Oh no, so. my um, might might have to lean on a uh, a. Uh, Someone. Uh, a friend yeah. of mine <laughs> with connections. Yeah. <sighs> so yeah. I mean, it, there's that, and then also I'm like very surprised. I'm like, if you could see anyone, who who would it have been? Like, like they could also be broken up, or not uh, not existing. Okay. It uh, well, because my first thought was. As the sixth unofficial member of Color Creation, <laughs> yeah, like it breaks my did, soul. If they did a one one night only, oh, concert. oh my god, I, I I'd be there, I, I I'd be there in tears, crying. I'd, I'd be like, yes, take me away. So, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, and that they were my first thought when I had the idea for the topic was color creation but i was like man they're not together anymore and so it's like it'd be like picking them just didn't make much sense but i mean it it's i don't know i'm still hopeful for the future but well, no, all of them have been kind of quiet as of late so i'm mm-hmm. not too sure what when the world they're doing i mean I, if i remember correctly two of them stayed with the label that they're part of universal but I'm not too sure about the other, the other guys. So I can't remember who, but one of them is has a single release coming out soon. I I need to go on Twitter and relook it up. But I, I did see one one of the members has a solo release coming out soon. So we'll we'll see. I I, I still have I still have hold out hope that they'll get the band back together cuz my, my like my god like th- those five guys worked so well together mm-hmm. that I, I don't I don't know if you could recapture that that magic, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the thing that kills me. It's like like even if you have like really five strong vocalists together, like they could be just as good. They could be better, but they'd be different at the end of the day. And I, and, and it'd be a different magic working and and i really liked that particular magic that color creation had so mm-hmm. it, it was it was a sad day when they when they decided to stop doing what they were doing but i, I mean i understand i mean you couldn't play venues that's where they got their money and so it, it's just one of those things where you know it was a sad day but man i'd, I'd love to see the call live Saturday night is a great track that I think would be f- freaking awesome in a crowd uh, to hear let it snow just uh, would be a emotional moment for me because I think that's like one of the most beautiful songs ever wrote mm-hmm. I just especially like the vocal performance in that in uh, the imagery that they play with in that song I think is really really good so I, I think I think let snow is just really freaking awesome. Uh, blue star i'm here like like i i could probably make my dream play playlist like playset for for them to do that would be and that would just like be really good do the acapella version of hello goodbye like that would be freaking awesome 
Mm-hmm. Oh man. So, it, it, it's 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 one of those things where I would love for them to come back, and maybe one day, maybe one day, fingers crossed. But <laughs> but for Dice, like because you kind of went on this thing about wanting to hear certain songs, what's the number one song you would love to hear from Dice being performed? I need to think about this. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, it uh, came so easy for her color creation. Oh, oh, oh man, because because I've I've imagined myself going to a color creation concert so many times that it's, it's just <laughs> second nature. It's like I could like list them off. Dreaming on would be a lot of fun live. I th- I think that would be really good. Which is their one piece opening theme. Uh, I mm. think that's a and that, that's a really good song just by itself not even attached to one piece i think it's a really freaking good song i would love to see live devil that 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 is just a really freaking good track and i, I frequently get that song stuck in my head like like on on sunday at, you know at church i'll have the i'll have the line dealing with the devil just stuck in my head so so and because of I watched *Coming Rider* revise like that. I have that opening theme stuck in my head, and then we go to church, and then it's just like, oh, oh. <laughs> so it's just has been, yeah. I I I love *Coming Rider* revise. I'm hyped for the new episode tomorrow. But the yeah, a *Live Devil* would be a lot of fun. I think that would be great. *Phoenix* is just a really freaking fun dance number that would be really fun to see live. And Flight Away, I think, would be a lot of fun, too. I, I don't know which ballad I would like to see them do. That, that, that's the only thing. And I've criticized them before, is I really wish DICE would step up their ballad game a bit. Like, they have a couple of... Like, they have... If you go back into, like, their early stuff, they have some really good ballads. Like, that's... But like their, their latest stuff, it's biggest it's pretty... critis- criticism of them is because, you know, it's fine what they do, and I understand that that's what they're famous for, but really, just yeah. mi- mix mix it up a bit for, for myself. Yeah, they, they're, they're, like, within the past... Especially since they moved to AVEX, especially since they moved to AVEX, like, a lot of their tracks are mid-tempo at the slowest, and... But they're mostly just fun dance tunes, and that's fine. Like, like I said, like they do, it, they do it well. They know what they do, and they do it well. But there's like one or two ba- ballads on their face album. I'm drawing a blank as to what they were called off the top of my head. But that that is, I'm pulling it up. I think "Say Goodbye to You" I think was a ballad, and "I Still Miss You" I think is a ballad too. So they they have some ballads and stuff. It's just something that yeah they don't do a whole lot and I, I really wish they would do more and they like they they haven't really dropped I don't think there's a single ballad on their sixth album and they haven't dropped one this year like the slowest song they've dropped is a mid-tempo track so mm-hmm. I mean I could be wrong and if I'm wrong uh, you know you know, if you're a listener and you know of a really good ballad that's been dropped within the past year, by all means, let me know that Dice is done. But because because I'd love to hear it. But from from what I've heard, like I can't think of anything off the top of my head. And that that would be like the other thing is like like 
if they did do a ballad, it, it was forgettable because I, I don't remember them doing a ballad within the past year. So yeah, I would love for them to do a ballad and, and so, especially because like, like I like concerts where you really get like a wide variety of music. Uh, like, like I don't want to go to a concert and it be 11 from the first track to the last, like, you know, like that, that's exhausting as a, as a fan as someone who like likes their music, like I, I'd be like, oh my god! After 30, 40 minutes, I'd be like, can we end this now? When Grant, I think the average length of a concert is like what an hour. Oh man, if you were to see a Dice concert, it wouldn't be an hour. It'd be like two and a half hours to three hours. Like those solo. Exactly. That's that's why I say that these tickets, if especially for a mainstream artist like them, it would be difficult for us to find because it's three freaking hours it's like i'm going to a movie <laughs> yeah, yeah very 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 expensive and costly movie because not only will you the the tickets cost a, a pretty penny all the merch will cost a pretty penny as well all, all the merch all the concessions too Ah oh, no, oh. I I would only buy one drink and then that's it. I wouldn't buy any, like um, there's not they don't really serve meals so to speak. I, I mean <laughs> I people. mean, no 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 no. I mean it'd probably be like a a candy bar or something if you were going to get food. But uh like I I mean if you're singing all the songs up dancing or whatnot like I'm certain there's 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 drinks and stuff because you need to stay hydrated. Hmm and stuff but i still think like again like i think dice like would put on like a, a spectacle i i think and that, that would be a lot of fun what about you my good sir i'm very eager who would you like to go see in concert the thing is like all the people that i would want to go see i've saw <laughs> that, that, that's one big thing like if like I want to see Rosalia. I saw Rosalia. I saw Rosalia uh, live. I saw I've saw Hyde a bunch of times in concert. I've seen Narkaitaki live in concert because of fests and stuff like that too. And that that's that's one thing that I'm just like I've seen Scandal like four times on four separate occasions. So like I've seen Scandal the, as the most as well on a handful of occasions oh man scandal scandal shows a, a really really good concert as well uh but if i had to pick i don't know like like i said i've everyone that i've i would want to have saw i've saw already i mean except these artists because around that time i wasn't really gonna try get into them and they weren't in concert at the time so i mean you have syrup and stuff like that that I would love to go see. I think it would be interesting for him, but I I think I would have the chance to go see him too. But it would be it wouldn't be like this big thing. It'd be a small venue, like how it is, because in Japan, unless you're a major artist that's going to the domes and have these concert tours. For the most part, you're going to like a, a underground basement rock area, so you're not. There's not much of a a stage thing, because that's why I was just like, I don't know what you're expecting. I, obviously, Dice is a little bit different because they are one of the more bigger artists compared to the artists that I'm talking to, and of course, they'll have a more bigger space, stage, and venue and stuff like that. But like stuff like 
even Fujikaze for for the moment. I don't. I don't think he had like a a dome tour yet. I I could be wrong because I haven't checked his stuff, but he's on the cusp. He's in that middle room of like, yeah, I'm going to Zip. Zip is a like a 200 people venue, 300 people venue. So there, there's that. It's it's not really a big thing. So I don't know about stage spectacle. Like, if I had the chance, I would have gone see Odyssey. But I also saw Odyssey too, and they they put off a, an amazing st- stage spectacle, and they had the moving stages, kind of like how we talked about. In our in our artist spotlight, so all in all, this lovely rambling that I'm doing right now, I would have to say syrup. But the thing is, I don't I don't know what to expect from a syrup live because I know what to expect if you were to say dice or or even color creation because I even color creation color creation would probably have been in the same venues as syrup because they're a little bit of a smaller group, but like like no domes and stuff like that no tokyo dome or anything like that but yeah i'm saying i don't know like for for me if i really wanted to see an artist i already saw them but it's either syrup or tendre so for me if i was going to see an artist like syrup i wouldn't want to see him in like a a giant venue well he wouldn't he wouldn't he wouldn't even do that it's not his style like He's not a a. He's not that big enough, and b the the type of music he does doesn't live up lend, to that. Lend lend itself to that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's what that was the point that I was going to make is if I was if I was going to see an artist like Syrup, I would love to see him in like a jazz club, maybe. Or, or that well, that that kind of venue where you yeah, know it's small, like him a on a stage vendor. with a piano yeah. and then you know you're at like a table and you get like some drinks and stuff. Well, uh, well. To, let, let's just say this much: you wouldn't be playing at a jazz thing. You would be standing up. <laughs> what songs would you like to hear at a syrup concert? Which tracks would you like to, to hear him play? Uh, for syrup, let's see here. Like, because his his entire discography is really solid, in my opinion. I mean, there's there's one thing he'll saying is um he would sing he would sing your love he would he would sing a lot of the more popular tracks because he's he's on that cusp of becoming hitting off right now, especially because your love is being used as the YouTube uh, premium or YouTube music song right now. Well, him and Yao Sobi, but uh, that's another another thing there. Uh, a lot of stuff from the CIY stuff. Uh, keep in touch, but keep in touch. You need zoom in for that. Hopeless romantic. Uh, thinking about us. I mean, a lot of his more intimate songs. I would prefer. And you got Loop as well. Uh, rain, rain is also really good. I think would be sound amazing in there. Uh, but a lot of his songs, because I really like his duet songs as well. But it'll be really difficult having his duet stuff. <laughs> yeah, tracks in. But I would love to hear at least, and he'll would probably play it. Your love because he he would probably have uh, his his brand with him 
to perform this. He would he would probably have Soulflex with him. So he always kind of brings them anyway. Uh, even when they were doing the uh forgetting what it's called already because I haven't listened to it in a while. The uh, the first take, not the first take, but it's the other form of first take, and it's uh, called Tokyo Sounds because basically they play in a a record record bar it's like what you were saying like it's a literally a bar that you can go and sit and then they play music there uh it's called one of the things is called the tokyo sound sessions which is you you would need like a headset to to kind of fully enjoy it but when they perform they play with a they record with a audioscopic microphone so uh. it sounds like you're in the room with them that's cool it's probably it's probably one of the best things that um, Spin Coaster, that's what the YouTube channel, has done for a while. And a lot of the music corner groups that I've gotten from were from Spin Coaster. So there's there's that. Cool, cool. Is there a particular Soulflex song you would like to hear? Uh, not really, because I'm not really a fan of them, right? <laughs> I'm yeah. just a fan of Sarah. Yeah, I I I know you you and Luna have recommended Soulflex to me, and I've heard a couple of tracks that I like, but I I had a hard time getting into them. I haven't gone back to them lately, so um, and like, like my tastes are ever changing. I might enjoy them more now than I did when when you guys are even recommending them to me then. So, uh, it, yeah, I need that's one group I really need to get back to and uh, check them out a bit and see you know kind of like. How, how they progress and see kind of like what their their newest stuff is because I, I like some of the people not everybody involved in Soulflex but like I like some of the people a lot involved in Soulflex so there, there should there should be something that I like about them so it, it, it we'll see but since um, Syrup is a Music Corner alum is there any other Music Corner artists that you've recently come into that you might would want to catch in concert uh the thing is like i wouldn't want to see any of the music corners that we've done this last round up live i mean i could possibly see them live but i have no strong urge to go and see them live if you know what i mean i, I see you. i feel you i th- i think vondi would put on a really good live show and i think a lot but, of vondi's music would would lend itself to a live performance yeah but vondi also has the same feel as syrup where he would he would yeah. he would play in a little bit more of an intimate setting if you know what i mean oh 100 percent. but even so like i could possibly see vondi but i'm just like not if if i had the gun to head i, I wouldn't i would be like nah I'm not really <laughs> not my thing yeah no, I understand. I understand that. Yeah, it's. I've always wanted to go to like more concerts than what I've I've been able to my life my whole life. Like I said, I've only been to two, so it's and the you know they weren't bad concerts, but they weren't. I don't know. Honestly, like, honestly, I think for you, I think you need to go to a fest, a festival, because then you could see many artists. That would be cool. One go. Yeah, like the one that one the one I went to, even though it's called Rock in Japan, there were a various amount of other artists that was there. Hell, even Kiyakizaka Forty Six was playing during that time, and they're not yeah. considered rock, but they were there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the, the 
a lot of things. Rock rock is one of those genres where it's like uh, they're pretty open. Like uh, you know, like there's a lot of people in the rock and roll hall. Well, of I mean, Yakuza Forty Six ain't it's the furthest thing from rock, but the fact that they 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 get a lot of idol. It's just in name only rock in Japan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it, it's yeah, it's the concept of rocking to music, not necessarily the genre yeah, that they're, yeah, they're appealing yeah, to. Yeah, exactly. Because even Tenjiro was part of it, and during that time, he wasn't. It wasn't doing that. Or Fujirak. Fujirak is also a good festival thing that I would advise you to go to. Like a lot of these fests are really interesting because of the fact that you could see a lot of these artists all in one setting. Granted, it's a shorter venue or a shorter set list compared to if you were seeing a solo concert, but they do their greatest hits and they kind of get off, so to speak. A lot of them are like 50 minutes an hour half, give or take, so that's that sweet part. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. With that, I guess let's continue on to the Oricon here and... <laughs> This week wasn't good. <laughs> oh man, it's a. Uh... Was there one good song? It's a very interesting week that we have both back to back, just like stinkers, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to say there was at least like one redeeming track last week. Nah, yeah, I don't know. It's, it, it's a. Uh... It's a interesting week. I, I will agree. But yeah, with that, let's start with number 10. And I'm not going to even try to say this one because it's in Russian, for goodness sake. And I want to try my luck with, with Russian. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll just say the English version, which is just Hello by Chotokyu. And... I, I I don't know about this <laughs> it's different it's a lot different and you can tell I was in a very interesting take when I was looking this up because I looked it up on Apple Music first and it said techno and I was like hmm that doesn't really sound like Choto Q doing a techno song and then I watched the music video and actually listened to the song. Yeah, no, it's a techno song and I hate it absolutely every minute of it. <laughs> that, that, yeah, it's, um, techno, yeah, I didn't know, like, what genre it fell in, but techno makes the most sense, just given, because it's very electric, I guess would be a way to put it. Like, they go for a, a different sound, and I, I think I think they're trying to do like some sort of uh, Russian techno style, and it's uh, definitely is is different. And they really, I will say that they do lean a lot more into their rapping in this track, and that that makes it somewhat to me it makes it somewhat interesting. So I could see like th- like there's some appeal here, I guess, especially. If you like rap, but it's it's weird. Also, they they do the, like the like the 
phone notification like you activated your your Siri in the middle of it. I thought that was weird. I, I don't know that like because to, to me songs have a have a progression and a flow and then when you just throw in random noises and break the song like that that ruins that flow that so. wasn't a phone thing that was the train announcements oh it still ruined the flow though my criticism yeah, no, still stands I, even though I'm, i was wrong yeah i'm not i'm not <laughs> saying that you you're you're wrong that 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 oh because it's one freaking noise it, yeah. your whole thing is out yeah. the window i'm just Ah, no, you're fine. You I, I I appreciate it's it. It's not a freaking phone thing. She's yeah, no, you're, you're good. You're good. Uh, I wondered what that was, but yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, huh? okay. And and I will say, if you want to see some very interesting dancing, what do check out the music video. Well, I mean, they're doing the train thing because that's yes, what they're known they for. Yeah, they yeah no, they do the train thing. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's different. It's different. No, have you watched one of their, <laughs> they've done this before. <laughs> I'm just saying it's, it's, I, I well, for, I'm talking for, about the, for, 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 for them, it's not really out of the norm, but if you weren't really paying attention or not really a fan of them, yeah, it would seem out of the norm. <laughs> Like the last time we covered them, we didn't watch the music video. We just, I just listened to the to the um, the track just on Apple, yeah, on, on the Apple Music. Yeah, yeah. So I, I didn't know if they did that or not on the, the last one. And it, it has been a hot minute since we covered. Uh, well, before that, it had been a hot minute since we had covered Choto Q. So I had forgotten about that. But, yeah, like, but the fact the fact that this is a very dance heavy track, and that's fine. It is. That's fine. I'm I'm not really kicking them because of it being a dance heavy track. I just don't think that that's for them. And it's fine if it's just a one off single. I don't really care. But it's it's I'm not gonna lose sleep over it. But yeah, the fact that this is like oh yeah, they're doing all the train like dance movements and being really in sync of it because it makes me think of exile because i think of the like to choo-choo train and just like that just like mm, <laughs> i don't know about that man making sense that makes sense mm. but regardless i mean hello so a wonderful twenty thousand nine hundred ten points here and going on up to number nine, it is Crybaby by official Yuki Dondism. Not much more we can say here. This week, it sold a lovely 21,613 points. And going on up, once again, to number eight, it is Scars and uh, Sorin Sandarin by Stray Kids. <laughs> I wish this was gone, but here we are. Yeah, <laughs> it's stuck it's around up. another week. Yeah. This week it sold a lovely 22,872 points. And going on up to number 7, it's Suihoi Sen by Back Number. Not much we can say here. I wish Kido was still on here because I would love to talk more about that. But it is what it is. This week Suihoi Sen sold a lovely 24,958 points. And going on up to number six, it is nonfiction slash starlight prologue by Layla. Now, it's uh, very interesting that we have a Layla song in our resident 
love live person is not here who is Luna but I'm pretty sure she'll say the same thing as the both of us will right now this is very not inspiring compared to <laughs> the other Layla songs that they have released beforehand I like the way you put that I think that's that, that's smart yeah it's not their best they didn't leave with their best foot I will agree 100% I think it's okay it's serviceable I don't think it's bad in any meaningful manner but it's definitely it's by the numbers and it's yeah. not really what I think Layla should be doing which I regardless I, I, I completely understand that we're probably in the wrong audience for saying this yes. but you know for for Layla specifically for nonfiction and Starlight Prologue in particular it's because they're tied with the anime and they had to kind of go with that theme and I kind of wish that they didn't because I think them saying their own thing within the games like their previous release was much more better in my opinion but yeah they're older releases were much better they stood out a lot more they were a lot catchier and just really pulled the listener in i I felt like it they done a really good job of just standing on their own two feet but the this one right here it's just it feels by the numbers and very uninspired and i i do agree that no, it, it probably is what it is. It's probably servicing some thing with the anime, and that's why it is the way that it is. So I, I get why it why it's here, but it, it is lackluster. Both non non-fic- nonfiction and uh, Starlight Prologue. Yeah. Or yeah. regardless, nonfiction and Starlight Prologue. Sold a wonderful 33,419 points here. And continuing on up once again to good old Sakurazaka here. (laughs) And you can tell my anger just like seems with this. You know, I... It's fine, like I said, Nagaradame. Like it's fine. It's we we said a lot yes last week about what this song is. Granted, I had to cut a majority of it because I think we were rambling, but we we said a lot about this song of how our feelings about the current forty eight and forty six system for that matter, especially with Sakurazaka. Yeah, we really did hammer it home last week and. You know, I haven't gone back and listened to it. I, I think I declared I wouldn't go back and listen to it. Not not out of spite or anything like that. Just I was not inspired by any meaningful manner to to go because it, it is it is one of the more as we said earlier uninspired tracks by uh, Sakurazaka yeah. forty six. So you know it it is what it is. Uh, I, at least it's it's found some audience and it's clinging on. So even though it wasn't for us, uh, there, there are people that appreciate it and I can respect yeah. that. Yeah. Regardless, Nagare Dame sold a lovely 
34,166 points here. And going on up to number 4, it is Butter by BTS. Not much more we can say here. Butter is butter. And going on up to number 3, it is Akehoshi by Lisa. Now, to preference, this this is the, I guess, the, the, the new song for this season for for uh, Demon Slayer. Kimetsu no Yaiba, and I, 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 I don't know. Like for for me, <laughs> like the arc that they're 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 re recreating is the the Mugen Train arc. If if I'm correct, right? Yeah, I think like the first seven episodes is going to be the Mugen Train arc, and then after that, they're they're going to move on to the next arc. So yeah. Okay, so you know the 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 closest comparison that we would have to make is with Homura compared to Gorenge because I think Gorenge is its own beast in it of itself because of how it is. But even if I were to compare it to Homura, like song is not 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 that memorable in my opinion. Yeah, this it's okay. I don't I don't think it's offensive in any meaningful manner but it's not outstanding and when i heard it like the, my biggest takeaway from it is like okay here's the new demon slayer track it, it just yeah. it i think it i to me this feels like a checkbox song almost yeah, in a no, way. it's like, it, it, like we need it's, to hit it's a very tone it's very it's very typical lisa release for yeah this particular anime which it's fine you could cash it in like that's how it is and i assume that when she does have another release that the more bombastic version of that release would come with it because i think it's trying to match the mood of what mugen train is doing which is fine which is fine but i think personally like homura has that sweet point as a person that you know only watched only watch the movie and not really no, I'm gonna be blasphemous here not really caring for it I, I watched the first three episodes of the show I I've struggled to get into it myself like I just don't I, I don't like the protagonist and because I don't like the protagonist it's hard for me to get into it mm. but well, for me, I just don't see what the big deal is. It's pretty. It's the one thing I can no, say. Not, Usually, animation is really good. Not even animation, pretty. I think I think Cloverwork is a much better studio, but that's neither here nor there. So I I don't think like for for me, I had to watch it because I have to fill that checkbox of being in the know of what the hell is going on with my friends. Yeah, <laughs> understand that. So, like, personally, I, I, like I said, I don't see what the deal is with this particular show. I don't think, I don't think the story is doing anything new. I don't think, like, personally, <laughs> the yeah. animation is all, all right. So. No, that's, that's fair. That's fair. But, regardless, that's more of the, the anime compared to the song. But, for, for me... It's just like mm. she got back to that point of for for Lisa anyway, where oh uh, yeah she's just filling the spots of what 
what this anime is supposed to be. And granted, it's that's fine. <laughs> she's she's a much stronger artist beforehand and she's released a bunch of songs that has the similar tone especially with sword art. like i relate this release with her sword art stuff to be honest and i don't think it's just yeah it's just all right <laughs> no yeah yeah i i can see that because yeah like and I, I know like lisa really shot into the stratosphere with Gurenge and, and stuff. And I was, I was really happy, you know, that she was really getting uh, the attention that she was. Cause I think she's really freaking talented, but you, you know, I, I think like with demon slayer, there's like a particular sound. I think that's supposed to go with that show. And because of that, like I feel like she's been boxed in a corner and she has to release these particular tracks, and I was like, "Eh, it's okay." Well, the thing, the thing is, you know, she has better songs. Yes, she opinion. does. But you saying that she has to follow that Gurenge style? No, but she has better songs that released after Gurenge. Like I personally, I like Dawn a whole lot more compared to this to the Akeboshi, you know. <laughs> And I know you like Hadashi no Step a lot more. Oh, yeah, I love Hadashi no Step, yeah. But that's also because those two songs play to our specific taste. Don yes. is a is a ballad song, and I'd rather hear ballads. And Hadashi no Step is a more pop-style song, and you like a lot more poppy-style tracks. So That's fair. That's very fair. I, I, will, I will agree with that. So, I mean, like... It, it is what it is, and, like, for Akeboshi, uh, it's, it's really hard to, for, for, for me to talk with, with Elisa, because she is, she is to a T an Annie song singer, and I, I really had thought that after Gurenge, she would be trying to branch out from Annie song. Because I think Ijo is also an amazing song, but everyone kept on comparing it to Gurenge. So, oh uh, yeah. And then it wasn't until she got to Homura that people stopped comparing her with Gurenge, and now they're comparing everything to Homura. <laughs> that is that is the curse, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, eventually she's gonna burn the fuck out, or burn the hell out. Oh, <laughs> with, with 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 everything. If if everyone is expecting a specific sound from her, she's gonna burn the hell out because of she can't make the music she wants to make. And granted, yes. you know, becoming an Annie song singer, you're kind of you're kind of. St- this this is also why I really particularly don't want you guys to do any songs <laughs> because they always they always just fit that one particular box. And granted, that one particular box isn't for everyone. <laughs> and when they try to do do something outside of that box that they're known for, everyone just doesn't like it, or it's not well-known compared yeah. to everything else. Because, like I said, if I were to say Lisa to someone, they're not going to say Hadashi no Step or Dawn. They're going to say Gurenge or Homura. Yep. Yeah, the two tracks she's really known for. Yep. Or, or even more back then, Crossing Fields, which is her her um sort of online song oh yeah i forgot about that track yeah so 
Yeah, that that that's one particular reason why I I I, I say that try to avoid any songs or any song singers for the most part because unfortunately yeah it comes with that stigma no, that, that makes sense I understand that but regardless you know Akiboshi sold well it, it was listened to very much so a lot more with yes, 42,619 points We'll probably have to wait till the hard copy for Akiboshi gets released to kind of see what the true sales for this. But in my personal opinion, I think it's only going to be on here for three weeks. Like once the physical release comes out, like three weeks. I don't think it's a strong showing. Granted, you know, Demon Slayer fans are freaking crazy. So I think that that might also be a part of that. But Oh, yes, yes, yes. They're, they're, they're um, very passionate about about that show yeah but regardless let's move on up to number two and it is jsb in black by sanda Meiji soul brothers or how the song is is told jsb in black just just the whispering i i can't i can't like you remove the whispering from this particular song it's a it's a much better song in my opinion if you just remove the whole thing from from that track and i i knew this this particular release would probably be a little bit myth for you because they do do the speaking to you trope that yeah. you don't really like it, it is is that that is the one thing about this track that bothered me was i was like uh yeah i i think it's catchy and, and it's interesting like i think on a whole, it's okay. It has like I, I, a, I, I liked a a hundred season and tonight a lot more. Like, yeah, I really wish that particular release was highlighted more. And I, I, yeah. I'm sad that I wasn't on that episode where where that was released because I thought I would be able to talk about it a whole lot more conviction compared to the JSB and Black. And I think that JSB and Black was just. A release that they needed to do because they need to needed to have done a release. Yeah, I I think that yeah, JSB in black it, it just it's okay. It's not setting the world on fire or uh, at least for me. I, I think they I I don't think there's an argument. I th- I think anyone would say like they have better tracks than JSB in black. So it. It, it's it's all right like i said it's i like the sax in it and, and that was like the biggest selling point for me is i really like the sax in it but even with the sax it like 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 there's some parts of the song that i really like and then there's some parts that it just it doesn't mesh well and stuff so it's 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 okay it winds up just being like a a, a dance number by the end of it and that's fine but uh, it's it's like how I feel about Akiboshi. It's just a checkmark release that they needed yeah. to have come out with. And which is sad. It's which is sad because, like I said, I'm I'm, I'm a fan of Sandame J Soul Brothers. Even like I think some of their releases are better than the regular Exile, and that's mm-hmm. saying a lot because this is their junior group. So yeah, yeah, the, like that, like Sandame J Soul Brothers is, usually does good work, and they they really tackle stuff from a different angle than a lot of the other groups so you, you get something different 
from them. And I mean, this is different too. Don't, don't get me wrong. It's not like, oh, this is just like any of uh, all the other uh, exile. No, like, no, it's unique and different. So you, you would you would never mistake it for a exile track or regular exile track. But at the same time, it's like, eh, it's it's all right. Yeah, it's just not for us. But yeah, that, that also could be it, it. Could be another generational thing because, like, I I I particularly don't like this style of music. So, <laughs> but Luna could love it. I but she and she I, might I, love I it. Like, like we need. Yeah, it's a shame she can't. I know. I know it's her season, but I, I do wish she was on here is to get her two cents on JSB and Black because of all the tracks that we talked about today. Like her. I would really want her opinion on this particular one. I think it would be interesting. Yeah. yeah. Regardless, JSB and Black sold a lovely 69,721 points here. And going on up to number one, it is Hitare Tachiyo by STU48. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I can't. <laughs> All that arguments that we had said with with Sakurazaka last week go straight double for STU48. Yeah. Because I, they, lo- they lost the thing that made them special, which is the boat. And that's what they're known for. And because they lost the boat, they just don't know what to do. And they're just a by the numbers 48 and 46 group, which is even worse because they lost their uniqueness at this point. <laughs> like, why the hell is this group even form just fold it back into the other groups yeah yeah because hearing this track i was like man what what are they doing like this is really like by the numbers this is not really a standout performance in any meaningful manner and it just really you could just copy and paste what we said last week about Sakurazaka 46 to, to this. Um, Heitare Tachiyo. It, it's alright. I don't think it's offensive in any meaningful manner, but it's bland. It's forgettable. It, it doesn't do anything particularly interesting. And, you know, if it was at least catchy, I, I would like it because, you know, that, that's the bar that I have for STU 48. Like, like, they have some tracks that are really catchy. They don't do anything different or unique but the track itself is catchy and i, I like that but th- this track's not not even catchy it's just like yeah it's here it's, it's it's a thing it's doing its thing so it is what it is yeah well i mean regardless i mean it didn't even sell gangbusters to it sold under two hundred thousand, which is pretty low for a 48 group because the 48s at least sold a minimum of three hundred thousand. And that tells you what this group's popularity kind of just waned after after losing everything with the boat. So, regardless, Hitare Tachiyo saw the lovely 186,491 points. And let's kind of peek over to the albums here. A lot of animo. <laughs> A lot of animo. Uh, we got editorial popping up again by official Hige at number 10. Wakare, Walkure Reborn by the Walkure group for the Macross series at number 9. I don't even know who this is, but this is a Western artist. Let me just look that up real fast. Uh, 
Dream Theater. I don't even know who Dream Theater. Uh, they are a metal band. Ah, that's very interesting. <laughs> we got a metal band called Dream Theater at number eight, which well, that's sold six six six. 6,000 copies, so that tells you how, how bad the albums did. Got A3, Shiny Summer EP by the A3 groups. You got Good All Mesmo with Intermez. You got Epipan with Dimension Dilemma. And then at number one, we got Atakia by Lovely17. So, <laughs> the STU single sold as much as the album did. And that's saying something. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't just, seem like there's a lot of appetite for STU-48. Yeah. Regardless, you know, you can follow us on all social media sites at Twitter and Instagram. You can follow us on the website at ongaku.du. Be sure to check that out for our Ongaku goes can also check out our affiliates, Koryu Hunter, who is a retro streamer and kind of finishing off his spooky, spooky month. You can check him out at twitch.tv slash Koryu Hunter, K-Y-O-R-Y-U-H-U-A-T-E-R. You can also follow our affiliate, Timbertaf, who is a variety streamer and is probably also finishing up his playthrough of Delta Rune. You can check him out at twitch.tv slash Timbertaf, T-I-M-B-E-R-T-A-F-T. You can also check out Luna's sister Rose, who is probably really excited by Final Fantasy XIV Endwalker. So you can check her out at twitch.tv slash RainstarKitty, R-A-I-N-S-T-A-R-K-I-T-T-Y can also check out our affiliate fangirl has no name who is a variety streamer as well and is really deep in with the zelda community you can check her out at twitch.tv slash fangirl has no name f-a-n-g-i-r-l-h-a-s-n-o-n-a-m-e you can also check out the podcast where me kyo timber and fangirl talk about the lovely gaming industry at you um, at potasaurus this week we talked about a bunch of other things such as the Animal Crossing update, a little bit of Metroid Dread, so I get to continue more of that talk of Metroid Dread for just a tad bit longer, and just about the lovely Nintendo expansion that they had, the online expansion pack thing that they had, and how much of a mess that is. But you can check that out by looking up Cory Hunter, same as his Twitch handle on all podcast streaming services. You can also follow me on Twitter at OTYKen1, where I talk about Bang Dream, Anaiba, Roboco Herobo, and more Anaiba. You can also follow Luna at LunaMarie87 on all the lovely social media sites as Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd, and all that stuff. Where can we find you, Gray? You can find me on Twitter at OngakuGray, where I tweet about what I'm watching, what I'm playing, all that fun jazz. So if you're interested in what I'm up to, just follow me there. But yeah, I want to say thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Ongakuryu. I'm your host, Ken, saying thank you very much, and have a great day. Aloha. And this is great. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we'll be right back here next week. Bye-bye.